This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance Descott. It's The Drop Podcast, and I am your host, Lance Descott. Guys, it's October 2nd. We're a couple days away from the season opener against the Pittsburgh Penguins and former Blue Ryan Reeves. Looking forward to that game. Looking forward to the home opener against Dallas. Should be a great game. The Blues are planning some pregame festivities. They normally do a very good job for the opening game of the season. Looking forward to that. Uh, the fans are excited. The players are excited. They're getting ready. to. They just want to jump. And I have people say, well, they've played preseason games. Guys, preseason games, and you know, most hockey fans know are not the same. Uh, these guys don't push it as much as they do in the regular season, just like the regular season is not like the playoffs. The playoffs are a totally different story. It's like you start out with preseason, you go from there, and you step it up regular season, you step it up again for the playoffs. As we know, the Blues have had all kinds of injuries in this offseason. You know, they were hoping for one of those injured players to come back strong, and that was Robbie Fabry. But again, he re-injured it and is now going to be out until next training camp, possibly even until the start of the season. We know that on injured reserve, they still have Zach Sanford, and he's looking probably quite a long time to be out. And, you know, Robbie Fabry, Jay Bomeister, Alex Steen, the Blues are really leaving that open into when uh, Bomeister and Steen are coming back, which concerns me. It really concerns me a lot. Um their non-rostered injured players are Patrick Berglund, Kim Costin, and uh, Lupe Opica. And I don't, you know, I, I think Costin would probably come back to the organization maybe 10 days, 14 days. The Blues are saying 7 to 10 days, but I think it's going to be more than that. So speaking of rosters, let's go ahead and get to the roster the Blues uh, put out today. Uh, they ha- they uh, kept 14 forwards, which I figured they would, 7 defensemen, and, of course, 2 goalies. Carl Gunnarsson. Uh, Edmondson, Scotty Upshaw, and I'll get into Scotty Upshaw later. Braden Shin, Jaden Schwartz, Chris Thorburn, Dimitri Yashkin, Paul Stanley. Uh, Paul Stanley. <laughs> Paul Stasny, Alex Petrangelo, Kyle Brodziak, Vince Dunn, Tage Thompson, Jake Allen, of course, Nate Prosser, uh, the former Minnesota Wild player, Carter Hutton, Robert Bertuzzo, Ivan Barbershev, the Barber of Seville, Colton Pareko, Magnus Payarvi, Wade Megan, who really played well. And in my mind, you know, guys, he deserved a spot. I know there's a lot of people out there that said maybe he didn't, but man, this guy played hard, was really great in the preseason. And one of the guys we got from Pittsburgh in that trade for uh, Ryan Reeves, Oscar Sundquist, he makes a team. Vladi Sabotka makes a team. And of course, uh, we have Vladimir Tarasenko. So those are your active rosters for the first game against Pittsburgh. That'll be at 7 p.m. at the PB, PBJ, PBJ. Man, I'm messing up all time. PBG Paints Arena. It sounds like a tongue twister, PBG, PBG. But anyway, um, they'll be taking on the Penguins on that day. And then, of course, a couple days later, they'll open the home uh, uh, season against the Dallas Stars on Saturday at 7. It's so exciting. You know, we're very looking forward to that. And um, I think the Blues should have a, a good year. You know, I'm going to 
come out with my show tomorrow, so please stay tuned for that when I make my predictions for the season. I didn't want to do that in today's episode. I just wanted to touch on the signing of Scotty Epshaw, the inability to sign Yamir Yager, my thoughts on Yamir Yager, and a few other things with the Blues. So let's first of all get to, I guess we can tie them in together, Scotty Epshaw and Yamir Yager. I don't know if you guys are aware of this. I was recently on the Blues NHL podcast. And of course, that's another podcast that's brought to you by the same people that bring you the Drop Podcast, Lineup Media Group. There's a lot of stuff on Lineup Media Group, guys. Go there, lineupmedia.fm. If you're a baseball fan, there's two birds on a bat. If you're a hockey fan, there's the show with uh, Kelly Chase and, and Darren Pang. There's my show, of course, The Drop. And then you've got the Blues NHL Podcast with the host Jim Cromer and the two former Blues players, uh, Jamie Rivers and Darren Kimball, which I had a lot of fun with on the show. Great guys, very down-to-earth guys, and I've said forever. I've met uh, professional baseball players. I've met professional football players. And not that some of those guys aren't super nice and great to fans, but I'm going to tell you, overall, from my travels in Canada and meeting some NHL players and meeting some of the Blues players over the years, NHL players are some of the nicest people you will ever, ever want to meet as a whole. Now, I'm sure there's some jerks, but I have yet to find one that is not very down to earth. And I give that up to you guys, Jamie Rivers and uh, Darren Kimball. Great to meet you guys. Very nice to me to have me on your show, Jim Cromer. Thanks once more. I appreciate the invite and we had a lot of fun and look forward to maybe having you guys on my show or me coming back to help you out, Jim, when maybe Darren and uh, Jamie can't make it, but uh, it was a great time. And if you want to hear that podcast, just go to bluesnhlpodcast.com. And you'll be able to hear that podcast that we recorded last Thursday. Or you can uh, also uh, go to lineupmedia.fm and find it along with their other podcast. Enough of the uh, uh, advertising and and giving credit where credit is due. Because trust me, lineupmedia.fm deserves a lot of uh, reason why I'm here and why I'm able to come to you guys with this uh, drop podcast. Okay. I got a few emails uh, afterwards uh, that some people that listen to the uh, some of my other podcasts and have been uh, tweeting me back and forth on Twitter at uh, official the drop. Uh, and um, I'm, I don't want people to think I hate Scotty Upshaw. And one of those players that I actually met was Scotty Upshaw. Super nice guy. Great, great guy. Um, great teammate. Good fourth line player. I kind of understand why the Blues went safe with him, but I thought they maybe went with him because Yager, as I stated at the Blues NHL podcast when I was on the show, that Yager wanted 4 to $5 million, and I thought at that price, the Blues should try to stay with their young people and keep a young guy up and give him those 9 to 11 minutes that Scotty Upshaw is going to get. Well, the Blues didn't do that. They, they signed Scotty Upshaw, and hey, I'll support Scotty Upshaw as long as he's a Blues player, and like I said, he's a great guy. And, and, you know, I'm happy that he's back with the Blues, but I'm a little saddened that the Blues didn't make a better effort to get Yager. And uh, actually, I'm a little upset. Um, Yager signed with Calgary today. One year, $1 million. So the Blues pay Scotty Upshaw. I think they paid him somewhere between $800,000 and $900,000 to play for one year. But they can't sign Yager who probably would have put up 16, 17 goals, 25 to 30 assists. And he's he's a big name. He's going to sell he's going to sell jerseys. He's going to bring some people into the stands and I know that the arena's uh, Scott Trade's packed normally. Uh, 
but they're going to be people that are just going to come to see Yager. And you don't get that with Scotty Upshaw. Like I said, nothing against Scotty, great guy. But um, Yager could have put a few more people in the seats, could have got a lot more media attention to the Blues. And, um, you know, I think if Upshaw plays nine to 10 minutes, he's going to give the Blues eight to 10 goals and probably 20, 22 assists. Uh, you know, for this about the same price, you could have got about eight to nine more goals and about uh, 20, 18 to 22 more assists. I'm not quite sure what happened there. Maybe Yager didn't want to come to St. Louis. That's quite possible. Maybe they had discussions between Armstrong and Coach Mike and Yager, and it wasn't a fit. Hey, if it wasn't a fit, that's great. But if the Blues just didn't sign him because he was a little bit more than Scotty Upshaw and they're un- uncomfortable with Scotty Upshaw, that's that's not good. And I'm not saying that's it. I'm just saying I hope that's not it. Um. You know, I'm glad to see him. I'm glad to see that Patrick Sunquist made the team. I don't think he would have if um, Fabry, Berglund, or Steen would have been healthy. There's several guys that probably wouldn't have made the team. Uh, nice to see Tage Thompson make the team. Big guy really impressed me. I thought that he was one of the key key players when it came to the uh, Blues preseason in uh, Sammy Blair. And you can saw it's not Sammy Blaise. He's French. It's Sammy Blais, or Blay, however you want to pronounce it. The S is silent. The Blues assigned him to San Antonio Rampage. We'll be playing alongside Blues goalie prospect, Ville Huso, who started the game a couple nights ago for San Antonio and looked pretty good. And the Blues also assigned Jake Wallman to the Chicago Wolves. And uh, I figured this was coming. Uh, nothing against Jordan Bennington. I think he's going to have a career as a backup in the NHL eventually. But the Blues placed him on waivers. Uh, I don't know if anybody's going to claim him. You know, they might. But I think he may not end up being picked up by another team, which is quite possible. So let's go ahead and uh, look at the first game of the season real quick. The Blues against Pittsburgh. The Blues in the game in Hockeyville in Pennsylvania looked very good against Pittsburgh. And what I was very impressed with there's been times where I've watched the Blues play teams that can be fast, and they just look just outskated, out uh, outworked. Uh, the other team gets to the puck quicker. And like I said, I know it's a preseason game, but that game, the Blues' speed really impressed me. The young guys are impressing me. And if this team is going to do anything this year, these young guys are going to have to step up. If the Blues are wanting to contend for the Cup, contend for the Central Division, uh, you know, can, can contend for the Western Conference, uh, you know, to be the representative of the Western Conference in the finals, uh, you, you know, in the semifinals, you, you have to. You have to have these kids step up because, as we know, Steen's hurt, Bowmeister's hurt, uh, you know, Fabry's out for the year, Berglund's out, and, you know, Berglund didn't even make the roster. He's an injured non-roster player. Uh, so, you know, these guys need to step up. And one guy I'm hoping eventually makes the team – is Kim Costin. Guys, this guy's legit. He is a legit NHLer. He's going to be a very good NHL player. And, you know, let's get back to Fabry. Robbie Fabry in that press conference with Doug Armstrong said very few words, and I didn't blame him. We all know what he's going through. He knows we know what he's going through. And, uh, you know, Robbie, I don't know if you listen to this. I know there's a few Blues players that have listened to the drop. You know, your heart goes, our, our heart goes out to you. You worked hard to get back 
and uh, you did your best and you got re-injured, we're not going to give up on you. We hope we see you next year and we hope you battle. But I, I think, you know, you're going to have a battle with some of these young guys next year. And uh, I hope you still make the team. I hope you're part of the Blues because you're a great guy, number one. Number two, you represent the Blues very well. And you are one of the hardest working guys, uh, you know, for your size in a long time. You're not 6'2", you're not 6'3", but you make up for it in your work ethic and your speed. And I hope you can come back. I don't think there's a single player uh, for the Blues that doesn't want you back. I don't think the front office is thinking, oh, I hope Fabry doesn't come back and we take these young guys. Not at all. And if there's any fans out there that think that, you, you know, that, that's wrong. You can cheer for these young guys, but, man, cheer for Fabry. He, he, this guy is going to work his butt off to come back. And he's going to get his chance to make this team again next year. He's going to get a qualifying offer for the Blues for probably one year since this year here was his last contract year. And he was looking forward to playing well and getting a good four- or five-year contract just, you know, to, to give him some uh, – um, closure on wondering where he's going to be over a couple of years but the blues will give him a qualifying offer and you know it'll probably be about a 10 percent raise of what he got so i think he was making around nine hundred thousand. so he'll probably make around a million dollars a year somewhere around there coming back this year if he makes a team so uh let's wish robbie fabry the best and uh let's hope the blues can uh, start the season off strong i know that there's you know a lot of games in a season but, you know, those dog days in March and April, you're looking back to yourself thinking, man, these points are hard. Get those points early in the season. Don't the Blues need to do that? You know, in these first half of the season, they can't think to themselves, oh, well, you know, we can come back. And you guys know how the Central Division is. People are squawking and saying how great Dallas is going to be. They're already giving Ken Hitchcock the Coach of the Year award, which. You know, I'll get into more than that tomorrow in my preseason podcast, but uh, I will tell you this right now. Uh, I don't know how you can do that with, with the, the issues he had in St. Louis and then leaving. And supposedly he was going to retire, but of course he didn't, and he goes to Dallas. And, uh, you know, I think Dallas has got a decent team, but uh, I'll go over my picks with everybody tomorrow, and we'll get right into that. Let's uh, go ahead and uh, talk about Mike, Coach Mike. He's in his first full year. We know what he did for the Blues coming in after uh, Hitchcock was let go. Change him totally. The goals against went way down. The goals for went up. And what happens, guys, when you do that? Well, when you do that, you win more games than lose games. And the Blues did that. The Blues were one of the hottest teams at the end of the year. And um, Jake Allen totally changed it around when uh, when uh, the uh, – uh, when Martin Brodeur come down and uh, started coaching him and Carter Hutton, you could tell the difference. You could tell the confidence in this guy. And it's amazing just what a, you know, there's a lot of guys that can be, that are good uh, goalie coaches, but then there are guys that they just know the whole game. And Martin Brodeur is one of those guys that he knows the whole game. He's, he's not just, he's not just a goalie coach. He knows the whole game. And that's why he's the assistant general manager under Doug Armstrong. And he's going to get a general manager's job someday. And nothing against Doug Armstrong, but maybe in the future when Doug's ready to step aside or the Blues feel that there's a, a, a need for a change, that uh, Martin Brodeur can step in. Very, very smart guy. You talk hockey with this guy for more than five minutes, and you know he wasn't just a goaltender. He knows the game. And that's why he was so successful for such a long time 
with New Jersey and then ending his career with the Blues as a backup. So I, I think the Blues are going to be looking very well. I know that Jake Allen at times has looked a little off in the preseason and people are just wigging out over it. I don't wig out over the preseason. I don't care if my goalie, you know, plays three full games and the backup plays the other and he's allowing four or five goals a game. That really doesn't bother me uh, that much. It only bothers me when it gets to be the regular season. And I think you're going to see Jake settle down. And I think you're going to see a good year out of Paul Stasny. He's in a contract year. I don't know if the Blues are going to resign him. You know, he's already making $7 million. I'm sure he's probably going to ask that or more. And I just don't think the Blues have the money to do that. So this may be the last season we see Paul Stasny. But it may be great for the Blues because he's in a contract year. And I'm not saying players don't try hard, you know, during regular years. But a lot of times when they're in a contract year, they really step it up. And I think Paul Stasny's going to do that. And it's going to benefit the Blues and himself. And, hey, if the Blues resigning from playing well this year, that's great. I don't think they will, but I, I, I think that's that's great. Uh, you know, Carter Hutton's contract is up at the end of this year. And in all honesty, I think the job is Ville Husso's for sure. I would not bring up anybody else. I would not sign anybody else. I would bring up Ville Husso to be Jake Allen's backup. Unless the Blues have plans on trading him like they have a lot of other young goalies, such as Ben Bishop, who ended up with Dallas and Ken Hitchcock this year. And that's a, one of the main reasons that people are picking Dallas. But uh, I hope they keep him because I would like to see not necessarily a one-two punch like Brian Elliott and Jake Allen, but I'd like to see a, 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 you know two goaltenders that are at the top of their game. You know they've got a, a 2.23, 2.18 goals against. Their save percentage is 924, 930. That would be super super nice. That would be awesome to have for the Blues. And if we get that from the Blues. Uh, next year with Villahusa or this year with Carter Hutton, Blues are going to have a very successful year. So I hope everybody watches the game on Wednesday. I think it's going to be on NBC Sports. And uh, I hope everybody shows up Saturday to see the Blues home opener against Dallas. It's going to be a rocking time. They're going to have a lot of pregame festivities. They're going to have a big pep rally outside of Scott Trade. So get down there early, have a few frosty cold ones, enjoy the game, and cheer the Blues on. This has been the Drop Podcast. Don't forget to visit our website, www.droppodcast.com, where you can subscribe to our show and download current and past episodes from iTunes, Stitcher.com, and Google Play. You can follow The Drop on Twitter at OfficialTheDrop. For more information about lineupmedia.fm or The Drop Podcast, email us at info at lineupmediagroup.com, theofficialdrop at gmail.com, or lanced at droppodcast.com. Until next time, let's go blues. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.